Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. Hey, this is Cleveland Brown, and you're listening to the About Last Night podcast. I guess your TV must be broken. Ha <laughs> Just kidding. Actually, I'm not kidding. You're bored. Today's episode of the About Last Night podcast is brought to you by Postmates. Oh, the best in personal food delivery, grocery delivery, whatever you can think of, delivery service all year round. 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Postmates will bring you what you want within the hour. Anything you're craving, they can deliver. Okay? You don't want to leave the house. You want the food brought to you like a king or a queen or a dude or a girl getting ready for the prom and she wants Taco Bell pre-night, but she doesn't want to leave the house because she's got to get her dress on. I can't leave, but I want TB. Well, guess what, Karen? Taco Bell is coming to you because if you get the Postmates app right now on your phone and you put in the promo code ALN and you're going to get $100 of free delivery credit for the first seven days. Nobody else does that. I'm telling you, Postmates is the shit. Brad and I have it. We use it all the time because we never want to leave the house and get stalked by our super fans. It's tough to leave a normal life. But with Postmates, anything's coming to you 24 hours a day. It's the best. So go right now, get the uh, Postmates app, get on your phone, put in promo code ALN, and $100 of free delivery credit is coming your way for the first seven days. You got to get food. Get it from Postmates. And now enjoy a brand new episode of the About Last Night podcast with Brad Williams and Adam Ray. Hey guys, Adam Ray for the About Last Night podcast. Happy Monday. What a weekend in San Francisco. Thanks for coming out. Everybody sold out pretty much all the shows. Hit some bonuses. Um, Man, I love the Punchline Comedy Club. Molly, Martine, Marcus, Johnny, the whole staff. Simon, Johnny, you guys are uh, truly the best in the biz. And it was uh, a weekend I needed to go well because I was recording my comedy album, doing another album um, with music and and crowd work and jokes. And fuck, I'm pumped, man. This is uh, going to be a really cool piece of, of work to put out. And I'm very uh, soaked um, in love. I was going to say stoked, but you know what? Soaked is what I meant. I'm soaked in love. Can't wait for the album to get uh, put together. Going to start cutting it up this week and uh, and taking the best of the best from all the shows and uh, and make it something special for you guys to, to go get and listen and enjoy and then share and then come out and see uh, all new stuff at the shows. Um, cool to ride the wave of this weekend into today's guest, the Chainsmokers, made up of Alex Paul and Andrew Taggart, these motherfuckers. Um, a uh, an American DJ duo that have been crushing um, for man for for quite some time. Uh, their journey and story on on how they even met and came together and and started um, you know doing shows and finding their style and collaborating and and working with Chris Martin and and Bono loving their shit and you know working with Halsey. It's just um, man a uh, a really insanely great uh, chat that we were lucky enough to go to their place and have here in LA they're super funny man chill dudes it's awesome when you can meet guys that are this talented 
and this dope at, uh, at what they do and be like, oh, you guys are good dudes and you're fun and you're funny and we could chill. Brad went to their show in Vegas. They have a residency at the Wynn in Vegas. Um, unfortunately, they will not be there when I'm there at the uh, Tropicana at the Laugh Factory March 18th through the 24th. But I will be making another trip out to see them because uh, they're the shit. You know what I'm saying? And they crushed this episode. And um, go watch the full thing on YouTube on the About Last Night YouTube page. Uh, we've gonna, uh, we're going to be posting some clips on Instagram and YouTube as well. Um, share those. Like them. And, and hit up the Chainsmokers. Uh, at the Chainsmokers on Twitter and Instagram and let them know how much you like this episode because uh, they haven't done a podcast before, a comedy podcast. So uh, our boy Norm hooked this up and uh, it was well worth the wait. These guys crushed it. Uh, go see them live, Chainsmokers.com for all their shows. And again, that residency in Vegas, baby. When's, when, do you, when do you not want to go to Vegas? You know what I'm saying? Um, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Adam Ray Comedy. Follow Brad at Funny Brad at ALN Podcast. ShopAdamRay.com for all your Adam Ray merch. I just added beanies and pins up there. Sold a shit ton of merch this weekend in San Fran. Hoodies, shirts, hats. Uh, get it all at ShopAdamRay.com. AboutLastNightPodcast.com for past, present episodes and your ALN merch. BradWilliamsComedy.com for all your Brad Williams needs. Uh, like tour dates for Brad. Where's that motherfucker going to be? Uh, March 7th, 8th. Ninth, Brad is in Raleigh at Goodnight's Comedy Club in Raleigh, North Carolina, uh, Thursday through Saturday, 7th through the 9th of March. Get your tickets at bradwilliamscomedy.com. March 8th and 9th this weekend, I will be at the Capital City Comedy Club in Salem, Oregon. I'm going to go visit my pops and uh, do some shows in Salem. This place doesn't do a ton of stand-up, but uh, reached out, made it work, and I'm very pumped. It's a small little black box theater. It doesn't hold too many people. Um, maybe 60, 75, but we're going to do four shows, or three shows, uh, on Friday the 8th and uh, Saturday the 9th of March this week. And uh, come out and see me. Sandy Danto's coming too. It's going to be a blast. Um, and then the uh, March 18th to the 24th, I'll be in Vegas at the Laugh Factory in the Tropicana. Vegas, 18th to the 24th. That's March Madness weekend, or uh, the first week, rather. So come see me there. And then, uh, of course, March, March 28th. Gotham Comedy Club, New York City. One show only. Get your tickets at adamraycomedy.com. Bunch of tour dates just added. Bunch more coming up. Um, She-Ra Season 2 drops on Netflix April 26th. Uh, I'll be on a bunch of podcasts coming up. Ron Funches, Andrew Santino's, Adam Carolla's. Uh, Brad and I did Something's Burning for Burt Kreischer's YouTube cooking show, which is going to be epically viral. Can't wait for that to come out. Um... Man, come out and see the shows, baby, and keep uh, subscribing and supporting the podcast. Comment on the iTunes page, rate it five stars, share the pod, man. Uh, email us at aboutlastnightpod at gmail.com. Tell us how you got into it, where you uh, got it, um, who told you about it, why you love it, your favorite apps. And, um, and as soon as we uh, get into these next few episodes, we will be reading some new fan mails and sending out some merch. Craig Ferguson's coming up, Brian Friedman, Ron Funches, um, Henry Winkler just got locked in, so make sure you subscribe to iTunes, wherever you get it, Apple Pods. And uh, now they've got the tour dates, Twitter handles, and merch info out of the way. Sit back, relax, and enjoy a brand new episode of the About Last Night podcast with the Chainsmokers. Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. Got a midget and a juice, so why don't you sit down and listen to our no podcast. Brad Williams and Adam Ray are here for you and it's
It's about last night. Because, you know, when we do um, weekends on the road, it's like we get some of the worst morning radio people and it's like I forget that even in your world you get them in just like you know the people they're like so like okay so yeah. music <laughs> how do you like you're already doing do this you, right do you own a piano or do you just go to someone's house yeah. or do you just use a clarinet and go yeah. I'll transpose it to piano later yeah. alright that would be like a high class question Seriously. for that uh, uh, before okay, you guys you answer can. we gotta go to weather traffic traffic uh, yeah, traffic weather yeah. hold on we gotta, we, gotta, we gotta do a break coming in at number 5 on the countdown we'll be right back with the chain smokers but before we get back to them we got Taylor Swift at number 5, number yeah. five. she drops 5 spots you got, you got you got to stick around for 4 more breaks alright yeah. cool <laughs> That's so true. Brad always loves. I'm getting to like chills right now. <laughs> right now. Yeah. Well, I mean, like it, it. It's a different world, but it's the same world where where we got to do those yeah. those interviews as well. And you get the guys that are like, so what can we what can we expect from your comedy show tonight? Yeah. You're like, um, yeah. you know, jokes. Give yeah, us a little jokes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Open. That's gonna happen. Um, I. But before we really get going, I just have to say that. Well, first of all, rock stars are always on the cusp of what's breaking, what's new. Dude, you have jeans that have plaid. <laughs> what is this? Like, <laughs> dude, I thought it was cool with my Lululemon pants, yeah. but uh, you, Lululemon? Have, yeah, nice. you have one dollar me yeah. prices right style. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is, is, is this something that's coming down the pipe? Is this something that we <laughs> you better get ready? To, I don't know. <laughs> if it's a trend, I think I'm gonna start it. <laughs> yeah, those are dope. I don't know who else is gonna be wearing. Did Crystalia so. tell you to wear those? Yeah. <laughs> no. I think of him every morning yeah. when I get dressed. Yeah. We all do. What would Chris wear? Yeah, yeah. I know. Is does that ever enter your head? Like, wow. If I do an Instagram video of me doing some weird thing or even wearing something having to do with fashion, you're like, wow, our fans will probably just be like, oh, that's what we're doing now? Yeah. Oh, we're oh, yeah. we're we're doing the beach ball in your butt challenge? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> I hope they don't fo like follow us blindly into the dark, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. They're, oh, actually, so we have this guy, we have this like kid, Ben, who we've been shouting out a lot least, uh, recently, who uh, he's like a, one of those shoe sneaker seller kids. Okay. And he told me he, he came over to my house the other day. He's like, "Hey, do you have those like the the pair of like old like off white Air Maxes that like you destroyed? Totally mm -hmm. destroyed these shoes." He has these clients that are these I don't know their they're like up and coming DJs, I guess. Okay. And they keep buying all my old used shit. <laughs> That's like destroyed. They just want my shit. Wow. And okay. I gave him these like four pairs of shoes to sell, and he sold all four pairs. I've never worn any of them to like these kids for like a thousand dollars. Do you get a cut? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, he gets credit, and then I get other sneakers. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is but it yeah, stop at sneakers, or is there other <laughs> favorite thing exchange? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, just things that he's like willing to buy. I, I don't know. I just found out about these kids. I've tested Dang. them with the shoes. Yeah, yeah, now we're sure. gonna try some more obscure objects. And <laughs> yeah, see what yeah, they yeah. Go Old for. dental floss. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> Get a pretty price for that. Dunkaroos, you didn't finish. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. Dunkaroos. Wow, what a throwback. <laughs> oh, dude, that's where did that come well, from? Get ready. My yeah. brain, dude. Yeah. yeah. Get ready for a lot of throwbacks that. on this podcast. Yeah. If you guys uh, ever want to get high and just have your uh, childhood snack show up, just give me. Yeah. Uh, shoot me I a mean, text, you know, we got we we got gushers. <laughs> we got. Oh. Te we got Teddy Grahams. Slow down though, because yeah. none of these are sponsors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we yeah, would like them to yeah. be. Maybe you guys can tell them to sponsor us, right? and then do you guys have a uh, a road snack or a pre show ritual or tequila drink? Tequila is a lot pre pre popular one. I knew we were yeah. connected. Yeah, yeah. yeah. tequila is pretty popular. Tequila's tight. Good, yeah. yeah. Um, a specific brand? 
no, we can't. No, we're not shouting anyone out. Yeah. We're, we're yeah. trying to oh, yeah. 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 You yeah. get your own going? Yeah, it's a <laughs> game plan. You definitely should get your yeah. own going. It makes yeah. sense. We're, yeah, it does. Out of all the things that we should be part of, you know hey. what I mean? Like tequila. Diddy sure. has Ciroc. Yeah. You know, you guys could have your tequila. Right. It would be great. I mean, and, and yeah, maybe a few years ago, you may have laughed at that and mm-hmm. be like, ah, oh, we'll never have tequila. But fuck, you guys have a production company now. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I mean, we went down to Tequila Town where they make all the tequila. Where's that? It's in uh, Guadalajara. Yeah. Is yeah. That, I thought it was like near Toontown in Disneyland. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You're like next to Guy Fieri's Flavor Town. It's yeah, like, yeah. okay, so yeah, Flavor Town, Tequila <laughs> Town. Yeah. I, I guess, really need to live here. I yeah. just saw a great Guy Fieri meeting where it was like, just when you're sad, just remember that the Earth's been around for like 4,536 4 million years and you lived during Guy Fieri's. Existed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, existed. Prime time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, that is exciting. <laughs> I mean, uh, our kids won't get to do that. Yeah. yeah. I do have one Guy Fieri story. Where, oh, please. Where... I met him. Oh, please, please oh, share. Oh, I met him backstage uh, at a Kid Rock concert, which is just <laughs> all. First all. Of all, this sounds exactly where you'd meet guys. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, like right. no, it's like oh no. Um, uh, we were in the Louvre in Paris, and yeah. uh, <laughs> he was examining some of the paintings and g- giving a full art history background. <laughs> no, it was at a Kid Rock concert, um, and uh, he and he handed me a barbecue sandwich uh, from catering and said, "That's good barbecue." Yeah. and I was like. Wow. From All right. catering? <laughs> yeah, from, from catering. catering. You sure it wasn't wow. from like his back pocket or something like that? <laughs> he just has it on him at all times. He changed the story so that he pulled it out of his pocket. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So we'll cut this and be like, yes. And then, he, and then he pulled out a pulled pork sandwich from his sock and said, that's good barbecue. Welcome to Flavortown. And I'm like, wow. They, yeah. Thank oh you for doing gosh. that. <laughs> now, now, like, uh, so people would have a dream of when they meet Guy Fieri, they get to eat barbecue with him. Is there something that yeah, people, What's the equivalent? Yeah. Is there something the that, that, pe- that people constantly ask you guys to do? Like, oh, I want to do this with the chain smokers? Um, oh, like with, do it with us? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess like, I guess drinking is a big one. <laughs> uh, it's a pretty good one. Yeah. yeah. Well, we used to, when we were like coming up, uh, we would play a lot of colleges and stuff. Oh, nice. Like sometimes for frats and sometimes for like more official things yeah. for the universities. And I feel like we kind of like had a reputation for like showing up unannounced to like frat parties and in like a cool, turn, in a cool way, yeah, yeah, in a cool way. So it was like, oh shit, they might show up tonight. Yeah, like, yeah, and then out. just like throw down DJs more. Yeah. Like, so you guys were like the Bill Murray of DJs. That's what I, I thought. I wanted I'll to take that. Yeah, yeah. That would be wow. fantastic. they they might show up. Yeah. Like you, like you never know. And we've ran into like a couple of people that have been at these frat parties. I mean, like, dude, like, you showed up at, like, Vanderbilt, like, frat party, you know, like, f- seven years ago. That's it was so, so sick. Dope. And I, like, remember flashback to, like, because it's fun when you get there. You're like, this is going to be sick. But inevitably, you're, like, hit that moment where you're, like, r- r- ripping a bong with, like, you know, an 18-year-old <laughs> yes. in his room. And he's got, like, you know, his throwback, like, Seattle Supersonics jersey on. Yes. That's what all college dude. kids wear. Yeah. <laughs> and and they're just, like, and you're, the like, accuracy. Ha- talking yeah. about something that's so retarded. And you're just, like, where are my friends? Why am I, you know what I mean? You're, like, why am I How here? did I get in here? You know oh, yeah, mean? this guy had a bong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's How just, were those frat parties? Because um, uh, I was in a frat in college. Yeah. And when bands were there, it was the shit. And DJs, like, it was... Any sort of like thing that was not just um, yeah, somebody yeah. playing music from their. Uh, it was really. Know. I mean, they were really fun. They'd always be like super welcoming. And I, I went to NYU, so I didn't really have any of that like. Oh, right. Lifestyle of frat parties, of house parties, mm-hmm. and house parties yeah, like yeah. that. He he went to Syracuse, so they had that there. So yeah. he would just like he reverts back to his old self. And yeah, then, Syracuse yeah, my frat boy. Frat bo- yeah, yeah. yeah. Frat we've done some up there at, at, at the yeah. college. It's bonkers. Yeah, dude. it's a fun place. I mean, when all you have is uh, a giant mall. 
dinosaur barbecue. Yeah. And uh, that's it. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You have <laughs> giant mall and dinosaur barbecue. Check, check, done. <laughs> yeah. so you got that. Yeah. Now it's time. Now it's time to drink. Yeah, yeah. but it was, it was. They were always really fun. I mean, it was like the surprise. To me, it's like those are the cool things that I would have loved if, like, yeah. I had big. You know, was a fan of like a big artist or Fuck yeah sports guy yeah. or something and show up and do that what type of um like how different are you guys now from those days and, and how often do you think back to those times like when you're sure. sitting in your your dope pad now? i mean not much different to be honest yeah. with you uh, awesome. yeah i mean if i guess he could have had plaid on his jeans then he would have <laughs> yeah, <Okay>? yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, i feel like you think that's gonna be the commercial by the way just silence and you going like that i feel like the problem is as you get older like you're the people on your team they yeah. make you more li- they're like yeah so like your lawyer calls you he's like i heard you went to a frat last night you know what I mean? And you're like, yeah, it was sick. And he's like, you'd be very liable if something bad happened there. You know what I mean? And you're like, wait, what? And you're like, shouldn't do that anymore. And then you're like, damn it. You know what I mean? The other problem we had is, um, you know, you get the reputation for like being like around and stuff. And then people start impersonating you. And then you get people coming up to you being like, yo, like I met you at like in Sarasota. I'm like, I've never been to Sarasota. (laughs) Oh, shit. Like, I know we were here. We're taking shots. You hooked up with my friend's girlfriend. And like, you're like, that wasn't me. Whoa. So not even just like fake Instagram accounts, but fake Fake people. Dude, that's insane. And then we got this, I I, like, you know, when you start to like do your thing, um, eventually you like become a meme. Yes. Mm -hmm. And the meme that we've become, I actually really enjoy. That's good. Um, And and the, the basis of it is that the chain smokers could be any two random white dudes. Yeah. <laughs> which kind of plays into that's that. That's amazing. Yeah. Like the first okay. one I think, like, fuck Jerry, someone posted, it's a, it, it's a meme that says, uh, damn, the chain smokers have really like let themselves go and it's a picture of Jonah Hill and Michael Sarah <laughs> like walking on the street in New York. And Well done. Um, that's amazing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it, it, but you almost kind of want that because that, that you, not, A, it says you're popular, but B, if well, they're, so, they're not all nice and funny. Oh, really? Oh, no, of course. I mean, do, yeah. you, do you like, are you, you, are you the kind of go. person you that like go. reads your YouTube comments and goes, man, <laughs> Eiffel 65 for, 42 yeah. Yeah. says Blue Daba D's the greatest song. Yeah, yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. Like, like, I, I feel like well YouTube's just is, super yeah, dark place like yeah. I mean not that like the people use it are bad but like it's if you're commenting on YouTube videos like who you be yeah you know, you know what I mean who you, guys, you be you, you know like I usually I think those things like if I see a bad music video or something I'm like this video sucks but yeah. I don't actually go and write no, it no, underneath so I need exhausting. to tell the world yeah. Yeah. underneath I, like, my, my thoughts keep it to my, need to be heard yeah and so but like I did this thing I haven't done it in a while now because now I've realized like an important thing which is like you should give it, you have a lot of fans so like why would you spend time like shouting out your haters yeah. you know what I mean so like that stuck with me but like it wasn't always that way and I used to like if someone commented something negative I would like look into who they were and then I would go to their girlfriend's page and comment on their most recent photo and be like, damn, you look good here. <laughs> and so just, so like, like she nice. would go home and then the boyfriend, she'd be like, Chainsmokers like, said I look really good. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and the yeah. boyfriend would be like, I hate those guys! You know what I mean? And she would always yeah. be they like- must have read you, my comment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like yeah. you're not around for that, but you just know you just it's know happening it. oh, in yeah, some yeah, way, yeah, shape, yeah. or He'd be like, those guys suck. And she'd be like, they seem pretty sweet to me. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know, like, they seem like great guys. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and, but I love that you said that like now you're focusing on like the positive aspect of your fans and you really are uh, please tell me if this is true because I read this and I want this I want this to be true so do, so do we uh, <laughs> you took a fan on tour with you because they made a piano cover of the song Paris and you're like yeah oh, that yeah. person's we awesome a fan uh, a piano player and a drummer and a drummer is actually now basically a full-time member of the band no yeah. way yeah. so like you made the ro- the Mark Wahlberg film Rockstar 
come to life for these people. Yeah, they're like, wow, I've I never found that. That's true. That was an interesting movie, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So if I submit a video of me with the recorder, there's a yeah. chance. Yeah. yeah. All right. That's a good right. meme, too. It's like, yeah. what were they preparing, for, preparing us for yeah. in middle school? Yeah. I'm going to start playing the recorder. Yeah. I'm going to start playing some mean spoons and yeah. just hope. Yeah. But that was, spoons, cr- yeah. that was crazy. So Tony, you're talking about Tony Ann, who's like mm-hmm. this savant piano player, and he used to do these covers of every song we released, and naturally, like, someone sent it to us and was like, you got to look at this kid you know just to reshare it basically yeah and which we did and then we started to work towards we were djs and then as our music changed and we wanted to challenge ourselves more and he started singing we kind of were like let's try let's become a bit like a proper band you know and and perform our music properly and uh you know at the beginning we didn't really know how the best way to do that so we're like we probably need a really good piano player you know what i mean so and this guy this guy looks good this guy guy looks good you know what i mean so we messaged him and we're like hey i don't know what your life is like but how would you like to uh would you like to be a fucking rock star yeah what did he say what did he say his life was like he was like i'm not doing much he goes i'm going he was going to berkeley college of music and he was like oh she's dope yeah yeah and he's amazing amazing classical pianist and he was like but honestly like i'm done here I don't. Th- I don't think there's any more they can teach me. I was yeah. like, okay, wow. <laughs> what can you teach me? Yeah, dude, that's a great response. And then, like, what days later, he's and then he's here? you know, like we. It took like we were planning our thing, so it was a couple of months in advance. Yeah, yeah. But basically, it was like moved to LA. We first time we met was like in the practice room, mm-hmm. like preparing for the tour, and it was just like okay, cool. And like our drummer Matt was the same way. He was from Australia. He's had like more of a like live touring background, right. but still like wasn't a part of a band or anything. Mm-hmm. And uh, he thank, was like, thank goodness for him. Yeah, insanely talented. And we're just like, how would you like to come out and you know play drums for us? And he was getting like, I think a lot of like people were feeling because he was starting to like, but you know like those YouTube covers and stuff. Like, yeah. He was really good. Yeah. And now he's just like full on. Tony, not that we still love Tony. He's not part of the band anymore because. It, like the position wasn't as necessary. Well, and there's, right. and there's yeah. nothing more you can teach him. Yeah, he was. He's He honestly <laughs> looked like a caged, like like a tiger playing piano on tour with us. Because like he's so good that he should just be like solo piano playing. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was like a guy was like, just play, you know, like this basic melody that we create. And he's just like, you know, like. Fine. Yeah. I can look, do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My eyes closed. I can figure yeah. this out. Yeah. When did, when did you um, guys, obviously you've told the story of when you like formed many times, but like what were you, when you were playing like the colleges, like what other types of gigs were you doing like that you're trying to, um, you know, just get clout and get mm-hmm. experience? Like, I don't know that what yeah, that yeah. grind is like. I mean, we DJed a lot of clubs in, in New York City where we originally started. Gotcha. Like, ba- you know, like so not that's that, your true roots, like where you started. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like, the, you know, these are like bottle clubs, so they're not really there to see you you know what i mean it's the sort of thing where like you're playing music and the guy comes up and he's like pick it up pick up the energy you know what i mean or like wow like jay-z's gonna be here like throw go more classic jay-z and you're like like what what were we talking like reasonable doubt or like volume two (laughs) you know what i mean he's like no not that far back like and uh, then you played jay-z and then he comes up and he's like you fucking idiot Tiesto just walked in yeah. Play trance Why aren't you playing trance So that was like The first couple of years Were there moments um, like that When celebrities would walk in And they would And you'd be like Oh crap There's Jay Z Like Yeah Wow Yeah Rick I mean, Ashley's yeah. here but Play it w- together forever Now Yeah But it wasn't actually like Fun You know what I mean Because it yeah. was like they, You weren't like An 
artist at all or perform. No, you had you no were creative just, input. You were essentially huh? like the iPad that, like, <laughs> you know, what I mean? that yeah. like everyone else got to, you know. So how do you find to, to get your voice? Uh, well, yeah, I mean, well, then we start when we started. You know, like it took a little while to find our sound and figure out what our direction was going to be. But I remember, like, we started remixing indie bands and you know people like Phoenix and Tudor Cinema Club mm-hmm. and Daughter, and slowly but surely, like, they started gaining a little traction on the internet. But it still wasn't like we were going to go to our show and play these songs because we're like, nobody's right. here for us. And then it like, finally, like one day we did, we played a show and people, we didn't play any of our music. And someone was like, what the hell? Like, I came here to see you guys play, you know, your dreaming remix or this. You guys didn't play anything of your own. And we we're like, whoa, people are actually oh, shit. here to see our music now. <laughs> yeah. And that was like a very scary moment. because it was like, I guess the next time we should do this, but yeah. like, what if there's no one there at the next one? And this was just like an anomaly of <laughs> yeah. a person. Hey, yeah. but, but you know what? It, it's that sort of self-awareness where you want to give people what they want, but at the same time do what you essentially got paid to do, sure. where it, it, it probably really helped you because I imagine there might be someone that would come and be like, I'm playing all original hits. Yeah, uh, yeah. Nothing, like, and then yeah. everyone's just in the, everyone's in the crowd like, yeah, we really want to hear the, new Lil John song 100% I, I feel like it gave us a good backbone because like uh, the show for us originally since this is the way it started was always just about creating the best party and atmosphere possible okay. wherever we were playing and then as we, the music started coming it was like okay keep that vibe but like how do we insert our music in here and keep that energy and feeling up and it's kind of that's kind of been the red line even now to today's show where it's like we're going to be playing 90% of our music but the way we perform it the edits the remixes yeah. the yeah. style it's very like upbeat it's not like you're gonna come to our show and suddenly see like me and Drew at like a classical piano and him in like a tux you know what I mean like <laughs> yeah. so, like slowing it down can it's I like, wear a tux this is where you find out yeah. you can't we'll wear we'll put tux. some flannel on yeah. the tux and, and then, trying to innovate here people. yeah exactly <laughs> and, and I love that you guys think about that because uh, in that you have expanded to like, like you said you have a drummer you, mm-hmm. you've had pianists I've, I've seen you guys uh, on your Instagram play, playing guitar mm-hmm. to wear because I've I've been to certain concerts where the hack joke of the DJ behind the thing just hitting the button that like that's yeah. what the audience sees and that's not what they want to see. We, In my defense that was my first bar mitzvah and it was my bar mitzvah and they told me I could play the music. <laughs> Did you have to play La Vida Loca five times in a row though? Yes. Uh, my mom loves Ricky Martin. Yeah. yeah. You know what's fun is like I the whole the whole like roots of where we came from DJing has been really helpful especially in Vegas. Yeah, so we have we do fifty. You got a residency shows. there. We do fifty at the win, right? At, yeah. at, at the win at Excess. It's insane, and uh, it's so fun. But that's like we have this live show that's very elaborate and expensive and fun and rewarding. That's barely based on our music, but every week we go to Vegas and we play for two hours and we play all of our music, but we play so many fun like edits mm-hmm. and like you know La Vida Loca and it pops number in. five and dropping it it's fun you know <laughs> it's amazing yeah it's, it's a fun time we're, we're lucky to have that and how long does that show take to so when you got that that was what a few years ago two years ago yeah. well two years ago at Access and we, we played with Hakusen Group before that so That's we've been so in dope. Vegas for probably like four or five years yeah. is it cool mm-hmm. Yeah, it's amazing. It's really, yeah. Yeah. The win is to me. I mean, like, I don't know. It doesn't get better than that. It's like, amazing. I went We're to that so hotel when it either. opened, and it's like, it's like a little it jewel. Smells the best, dude. Yeah. Like yeah. everything about it is just right. You know, yeah, like yeah. the colors, uh, the like, yeah, just like the like, oh, even the patrons. Like, we used to. I mean, I don't want to shout anyone, but the other casino we used to play at, just in case we ever go back there when yeah. no one cares about us. Uh, <laughs> like, you know, like the club itself was really fun, but like yeah. going through the casino was like a. 
dark place. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, Did you ever go to that Sinatra restaurant? Yeah, Sinatra's is great. Come on, so good. Yeah, we. I mean, that's the, like, we eat there so much that it's like, you know, like, I can tell you the menu from any of these places. That's Yo, I had a dream. I kid you not, I just remember this. I had a dream last night where someone told me about this really nice restaurant that they had just been to at the Wynn and that we hadn't gone to. Oof. Like, that's how badly I want yeah, there just to be another food. restaurant there. Yeah, yeah. I had a dream where, like, some other, like, <laughs> sophisticated couple yeah. came in, like, oh, we just ate here. I was like, where's that? At the Wynn. Yeah, like, what? There's, there's tell a me more. we haven't yeah. been. Yeah. hear that Wynn? So anyway. Robert, is it Robert yeah. Wynn, right? Is that the Steve Wynn. Steve, Steve Wynn. Wynn. Yeah, yeah. Sounded like it should be Robert. Jeffrey Wynn. <laughs> Jeffrey yeah. Wynn. Yeah. Uh, but, Chris, I mean, Chris D'Elia came out to yeah, our shows. That. And he did, a, like, he did a, his po- a podcast, a part of it, about like his experience yeah. with us. Which was incredible. Which is cool to hear from like the... You know, third, second hand. Fuck yeah. Also, like, and take that as a big compliment. Chris does not go anywhere. Yeah. No. Right. Like, Right. I, I tried to get him to go to the zoo once because he used to do all these bits about animals. I was like, don't you want to go see the animals you talk about? I He's just like, heard I have him no interest in going outside. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a big deal that he went there. But, yeah, but yeah. yeah, the show looked, I mean, his videos were, I mean, they were bonkers. So like, yeah. how how long is the process to put that show together with the edits and the pyrotechnics and everything that's it's happening? It's kind of like a rolling thing because it's yeah. like you start with like, you know, you don't really lose music, yeah. so you, but you kind of figure out what works a little bit more and then obviously new music comes out and it's like, I mean, DJs and they're like, we are like a big community of guys. So it's like, here, I made this, you know what I mean? And then you like, it's almost like you trade. Oh, you're dope. like, oh, I'll send you this one. And then, you know, you hear other people doing it and you're like, oh, I gotta, I can make that, but I can think, do it better. And right. we, you know, we always add new music. I think what makes our show unique, obviously, is that we play a lot of our own music and perform it live. So you get like the live entertainer feel. Cause like, I know what you're saying about DJs. Like yeah. people will be like, Tell me about DJing. Like, what's what are you really doing up there? And I'm like, you know, I'm like, like it's some secret. I'm like, you know what I'm doing. Like, I'm pressing the button. You know, and like, hey, to be fair, I yeah. saw the video of you guys playing the the launch pad on your Instagram. Oh, the you're hitting a lot of fucking buttons. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like, it's not just. Yeah, that's insane. You don't just hit play. No, I mean, just, at our live show, I mean, yeah. I'm playing. You know. Five or six instruments. Drew's playing guitar and singing live. Oh my you know, it, like, God. but like in Vegas, it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, we are hitting play and but we DJ it. real quick and like yeah. it's, it can yeah. get intense up there. Oh yeah. 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 Now, what is it like up there? Like, what is it, what's the experience like of that versus like an award show or a red carpet well, or something like that? What's um, well, those are terrible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah right, bad example. Yeah. What's it like being in line at Whole Foods versus yeah, yeah. being on stage? Yeah. <laughs> no, but what? But you see, like they, the crowd is going well, nuts, well, and you're keeping up that energy the whole time, right? Well, that's the thing. That's the pressure of uh, of Vegas. Is like everyone's there to party and have a good time, and some people are your diehard fans, and some people like have heard one song on the radio once, you know? Yeah. And you know, don't really know, and they're just there because that's. A cool place to go yeah yeah and uh um, which is cool right then you're picking up new fans I, that way yeah, to- totally yeah. it's a huge opportunity for us and it's fun and it's a challenge you know and that's what's nice about it is like okay how are we gonna work this room so like people that like don't maybe they don't even fuck with us they come through and they're like okay i can't lie it was a good time yeah you know that's yeah. how you like embrace you know 50 shows a year in sure. the same club yeah um yeah, yeah because like you're home you're walking in there so how many shows like during we go for like weeks at a time well, every no, no, weekend, no. basically. Every weekend. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah, two right. times a weekend in the summer. Fuck. Yeah, yeah summer's lot. bonkers. The crazy yeah. I was like going to do Europe and like playing a show in like Hung- Hungary or something and then being like, we got to be back for Encore Beach Club the next day oh and then like a day God. later that's... flying back to Europe. Yeah. That's like, that's... I, I saw the yeah. I, I saw the Steve Aoki documentary. Oh yeah, he does it crazy. Yeah. It, it's 
I, I, I was about to ask you, like, is that kind of your schedule too, where you're constantly like, all right, so Monday we're in Denmark, yeah. uh, Thursday we're in we're in Italy, but then we got to get back to Vegas for the right. weekend. That's yeah. literally the summer. There was um, six crap. weeks this summer where we did either three shows in Europe, yeah, or in the on the East Coast, yeah. Um, and then flew back to Vegas for the weekend for six weeks in a row. Holy so it was shit. like either across the country or to yeah. Europe every week. But you're always happy because European food at airports sucks. So you're always <laughs> looking forward to getting back to the U.S. Are there ever times where you out. just want to call up Steve Wynn and be like, ah, not this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, like no. half the time you're just like worried that you won't even, because like you're counting, there's so many factors you have to rely on sure. people doing their job. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Everyone's got to do their job to get us back here with like two hours to spare. Fuck. Yeah. You know, and that like part, like you look at our tour manager and he's like, kind of low-key freaking yeah, out yeah. the whole time <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. he looks 60 but he's 35 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah i i guess he's sitting on the plane like and you see him sweating like, yeah like, until oh, we crap. take off it's just like you know but uh but it's i mean you know it's like this is i, I feel like if anything you know you got to seize the moment right now and sure you don't want to leave anything on the table and uh you know it's just you i feel like we always we've made those decisions where you're like yeah, I'm just gonna like chill out this Sunday. Let's not do that. And then you're like end up just doing nothing. You know what I mean? And yeah, you're, you're just like, I could have like, just, I might have just done it. You yeah. Know what yeah. I mean? And like, what am I doing right now? That's so awesome. Exactly. How do you guys take it easy? Like when you do get a, a little bit of downtime, Oof. <laughs> or are you just in work mode and you're like for us? It's like you know you get conditioned after a while <clears throat> to always be you know writing and just be thinking in work mode and joke mode. So it's like you yeah. know, it, even in your downtime, you like something will happen. You're like, yeah. all right, fuck, I'm gonna sit on write for a little bit now because uh, you mm -hmm. know I've got the time and and I, I feel like there's no distractions to do that. But do yeah, you, yeah. Uh, do you vacay or do you go to? I mean, they're like obviously things that we love. Like I mean, we both love to surf. We love to, oh, like, nice. Just go to mount, ski mountains, you know, and like yeah, skis, like that sort of thing. But like, you're not afraid of sharks when you surf. Oh, I totally I'm am. I'm totally afraid of sharks. That is yeah. just like, yeah, like yeah. I feel like every, I feel like this year, or 2018 in particular, like every two months I'd see a shark attack clip or a guy almost getting attacked. Or Kelly, wasn't that a video of Kelly Slater? Uh, it, it, surf, it, it was, was a, a surfer ago. at the World Cup in Huntington Beach where like the, the shark came up, like actually you see the fin oh, I think go I've up seen behind it. Yeah, yeah. I've seen this. Yeah. I've seen this. Yeah, the guy yeah. gets out and he's just like, ah, close call, but I'll be back next week. <laughs> yeah. like, Fucking what? That'd be a wrap on the day uh, for me. Uh, like when that guy forever. ate that guy's face on bath salts in Florida, I was yeah. like, well, I guess I'm not going to Florida again. Yeah, yeah. Just roll that <laughs> There's plenty of places where people don't eat people. I feel like we always have the luck too. Like, I mean, we're going to the X Games this weekend to play. Oh, shit. So, so the X Games, that'll be like half fun and half That'll be work, just all right? fun. All oh, fun. No, oh, you're just going for... No, no, we're, play, we're playing music, but it's like, that's like the... You know, are the means are, to the end? Oh yeah, yeah. Are you are you into action sports? Or are you gonna go partake? Like not partake in the events, but like watch the events? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, I mean, those guys are amazing, and they live such cool lives. You know, right? like they're all homies. They're like young dudes, and they're like early twenties, if that. And they're just like get to sh fucking go to these mountains. Uh, you know, every weekend and compete with each other. It's so nuts. Where like yeah. th they they will look at you guys and be like, "That's the cool life," and then you'll look at them and be like, "That's the cool life," and then like like people look at comics and go, "Oh, can you imagine that?" Yeah. Like we're we're all obviously very thankful and very blessed we get to do what we do, but then at the same time we're looking yeah. around like. I don't know. Yeah, Anthony Bourdain's life seemed pretty good. Yeah, you yeah, know, like true. you got to eat and travel. And I definitely feel like good. I should have taken more time to get good at the toboggan because then I could. <laughs> the X Games doesn't have a toboggan like, yeah, yeah, competition, but it's like they're always thing. open. Was that? That could have been your thing. Yeah, yeah. dude. Yeah. <laughs> 
know. I don't know. I I mean, gotta, or we do the two man toboggan. I got a heavy head. Yeah. You know, throw throw that. They could first just put you in, down. or just put you in a tube or one of those like uh, egg chairs, like just like or the bubble boy things, and just put you down the hill. I'm all for that. Yeah. Just like it's like the giant. By the way, hamster no, wheel. Yeah, no. Uh, there should be a dwarf X Games. Now that we're talking about, there it. really should be a dwarf X Games. Is there not, guys? You feel like I'm, sponsoring this? I yeah. mean, it wouldn't be a half. Is there not? Yeah. What a great attitude. Yeah. What a great attitude. Wouldn't be a half. Probably be a quarter pipe, but whatever. Like it's fine. It would still look just as impressive. <laughs> Flying up, doing my thing. Yeah. It'd be great. Hey guys, Adam Ray here. Hope you're enjoying the episode. Quick break to tell you about Postmates. Oh, Postmates, baby. We all need to eat. We all love food, but we don't want to leave the house. You know what I'm saying? And if you do get some place to deliver, it's never the stuff that you want. Postmates is your personal food delivery, grocery delivery, whatever you can think of delivery service all year round. They do it 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. They'll bring you what you want within the hour. And if you go right now and get the Postmates app and use promo code ALN, you'll get $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. Let me say that again. $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days if you get the Postmates app right now and use promo code ALN. You can get spaghetti and meatballs. You can get a Morton steak. You could get cookies. You know, stop stop wishing that Brad shows up to your house to bring you the special dwarf cookies that he makes in his treehouse. Go to Postmates, get the app, put in promo code ALN, and get $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. Anything you're craving, Postmates can deliver. They're the largest on-demand network in the known universe with more than 25,000 partner merchants. All right? So go get the Postmates app, put in promo code ALN, and again, $100 of free delivery credit for the first seven days is coming your way. And now back to the episode. Uh, you, you you talked about how uh, how you love seeing like the hardcore dedicated fans, and obviously you've put in some of them in your band. Uh, but are there any other? Because I've seen like rockstar fans are just legendarily so dedicated, and they're willing to go to any lengths. Like, do you, do you guys have like those crazy fan stories where like someone faked that they were in your crew and like showed up? Outside your hotel room, yeah. Or like, that was, did you see that Peking Duck story where the guy changed their Wikipedia to include him in it? So when he went nice. backstage, he was like, "Look, I'm in their page. Like, you got. I don't have a pass, but like, that's me." I mean, the Wikipedia. Your credentials is Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah, and they let that him in. Can't be good. They let him in. Yeah, and then they like wrote about it. He like did like a post about it the day after, and then like the band was like applauded him because they were like they're well like done. this crazy Australian band. So yeah, they were, like, yeah, cool yeah. With it, but I was like, that's sick you know and uh <laughs> we don't have like i mean i we have a story we always lie about and make up when people ask that question of course. and okay. uh and it, it we've told it for like a thousand times uh then don't yeah yeah it's but no, no no but but i don't like you know like i'm sure you guys have the same thing it's like the question when it's like yo what was like you know your best joke you ever told or something yeah the and worst like, heckler or something yeah and yeah. you're like immediately like go blank and you can't think of like any examples of that like we have a guy in new york mm -hmm. he's not like a bad person but like he just knows where we are all the time you know what i mean and <laughs> it, and it doesn't and what's annoying is that he'll take the photo right like in front of like our hotel Yo, and then Craig's, we'll go to Craig's like literally right there yeah yeah, yeah. sorry man <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then and then he'll show up at like the next place and be like can i get a photo and you're like oh uh, we okay. just took a photo with you man yeah. you know yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. but and that was yesterday yeah, yeah yeah no 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 like literally hotel to yeah. like a radio station to do promo he's outside the hotel and then somehow gets to the radio station before us and then asks for another photo <laughs> and he like guilt you he's like, like Alex, 15 Alex, minutes ago. he's like can i get can i take the photo and you're just like 
like you know like a know, puppy dog so, eyes like do course. i just can i get one and you're just <laughs> and like so quick yeah. and easy but you're like there's got to be rules and of course we'll take it but like come on we just took the photo you know and like i don't understand we're i'm wearing the exact same thing like maybe he's got some long going bet he's like somebody at some point like at some cheesecake factory date was like i bet you can't get the chain smokers to take pictures with you at every stop that you see them he's like you're on and they always and he asked for a hug too every well, time he's like and then can i get a hug he's like can sweet I get, get the pick yeah i guess yeah. yeah i don't know hugs are very particular he's gonna listen to this <laughs> he's i know he will he drove you're out yeah, there yeah he drove here yeah. Uh, yeah. He, he drove us yeah <laughs> he knew that we were gonna nice be the guy. ones interviewing Hugged you. us the whole time yeah, yeah. very yeah. dangerous uh do you how do you pick people to collaborate with because um I mean, obviously, so many great tunes that uh, you know uh, have great people featured mm-hmm. with you guys. Like, how is there a pro- is the same thing with the way you found some members of the band where you're looking online, or do people bring them to you and say, "Hey, you should check out this person"? That like how like Halsey, like how that come about? I mean, it's always different. Like yeah. uh, sometimes it is as simple as like seeing someone like Kelsey Ballerini. Had yeah, been saying she was like a fan of ours for a while, Adult. and we were a fan of hers. And then when it was, we came up, wrote this song, and we were like. Why don't we hit up Kelsey? She she wants to do it with us, right? Um, Halsey, you know. Also, we've been huge fans of hers, and I think both of us were kind of like percolating under the ra- the radar. And yeah. she's you know an amazing singer, and I, we both felt like the song really lent itself to her style of um, you know just artistry, I guess. Yeah. And uh, so she did. You know, like we sent her the song, she was down and and came in and sung it, and you know became a huge huge hit, which is great because she was like the perfect. Yeah, I mean everything came together for that, right? Chris yeah. Martin's like a completely different one. Like our managers have been talking, um, you know, you know, like, like a, you know, like a, literally a prayer. You know what I mean? Being oh, really? like, hey, would that ever, you know, boy, would they ever want to get together? And it's like, sure, we're pretty busy. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that being Coldplay and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you're like, of course, of course. Just if anything ever changes, we're and, here. Yeah, <laughs> and then I guess like you know, a month later, Chris. Like so I maybe like the manager had mentioned this, and he was like, "I love those guys. I love their song. Whoa. We play their music, you know, before we go on stage. Whoa. Let's get together." And like we dropped like everything we had going on yes. yeah, you to have make to. that happen, and it was totally ever, worth it. Do you ever have more nerves like going into like where you're um, yeah, pitching Halsey versus Chris Martin? Like, were you uh, hoping well, like we, like if she sent back like, "No, nah, I'm not into it." Were you like, did you have more nerves going to that versus? Well, what's crazy is every song has a completely different story about how it right. came about. And that song was actually uh, something just like this was written with Chris the first day we met. Um, oh, shit. So you, and you don't know what to expect. So you yeah. just got to pull up and be like, okay, I'm going to come with some ideas, but also be ready to write and also be ready to like play instruments or be able to like just produce or do drums. You have no idea like what you're going to get. And yeah. that day, uh, I remember we got there and we was in this beautiful studio in Malibu, which we were working on a, like a closet studio we at the time. Yeah, you were telling me yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we were just blown away and it was very over the top for us. And um, Intimidating? And, uh, does it does it make you raise your game or was it more pressure filled because you see this right I mean, we're very intimidated, not going to lie. I yeah. mean, Coldplay musically, th- their sound is, has been such an inspiration to our sound and um, just the chords and melodies that they use and... Uh, you know, Chris Martin is Chris Martin, and I yeah. remember he walked in, and we were, just, you know, he's talking in his very nice, soft British voice. Oh, yeah. You know, and you're like, oh my god, <laughs> you're so <laughs> you're beautiful, just, like trying to keep it together. <laughs> yeah, and, and actually, we like, I think we like uh, talked for a very short amount of time, like five, ten minutes, and then he was like, so let's let's go. And I remember we opened up our laptop and we were mm-hmm. playing him ideas, playing stuff on the piano. We eventually got on this one idea that was. Uh, 
uh, it was good and, and he was into it. And so he's like, all right, let me sit and, and write. And so he sat and for about an hour with the headphones on and just like on his phone writing, writing. And um, he was like, you know, I've, I've kind of hit a roadblock. Um, I'm going to go like pick up my kids. And, uh, you know, you guys keep working on the track. I'll, I'll be back. We're like, all right. So he left. What if he um, never came back? <laughs> that's all that. Yeah, go through totally, your head. Of course. You're like, this is out. This is like a chick on a date being like, my friend just called. She's in the hospital. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> oh. um, which reminds me, we have a funny story about someone getting out of a session after this. Yes, put it in there. Um, put it in the queue. Um, and he, he. So yeah, now you're so sitting there like, all right, what we, do we do? We'll pick up where. We have dinner. He comes back two hours later. Mm-hmm. We're like, like hey and, and it's kind of the vibe was like gone and we we're like okay like it's all good like we got something with him you know this would be yep. cool and then he was like uh we were waiting to leave and we were in malibu so it took a while to get an uber and he mm-hmm. was like you want to play me some records off the the new chain smokers album which was this is before our album's memories do not open came out mm-hmm. and um i played him the one uh paris and i think bloodstream and he he you could see he was like like we gotta we gotta get a record. And he goes, Is there anything else that you have that might like might work? And I played the session that was like eventually became something just like this and he was like, That's it, let's go. Cancelled the Uber, plugged in. I've never seen a song written like this. Plugged his mic into the PA and danced around like the living room. This is it's like, you know, eleven at night at this point. Yeah. Just mu- like muttering the melody to himself and eventually had words and we got he wrote literally the entire thing just dancing around in two hours. And That's then crazy. we got back and we got in the car after that and we were like, let's fucking go. <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> dude. Go. It that, was like, cause, cause like the first thing you're like, it's, if something doesn't happen in one instance, it's really hard to finish it at a later date yeah. or get someone to get it usually back. Doesn't, right? usually yeah, you usually doesn't, right? You usually gotta come back. Usually it. Artificially so, create Th- those Re- moments unless you happens, have Chris Martin dancing around in circles <laughs> coming up with melodies that, then I guess I mean most people I, I write songs with just sit there and write and he just he mumbled or, or they or they go in the booth there's a lot of hip hop guys that go in the booth and they'll mm-hmm. do one line and then they'll do the next line and then the next but we track it all he sat there and just like mumbled like mumbled it to himself until he had like the whole thing and then it's also in those moments where you see him and you're like oh yeah that's why you're Coldplay yeah, that, yeah. That, that, like, that's why you're successful yeah. and Doing the thing, doing all the things that you're doing. I know you just uh, did a collaboration with Blink One Eight Two. Oh yeah, we, they just came over here. And we we're in the studio. We wrote, we wrote a couple of songs together. Is that like how did, do you call them? Do they call you? That we've been trying to get in the studio with them for a while because yeah. they were like, uh, a, they're a huge inspiration of ours. Probably those two bands, bigger more so than anything, Coldplay wow. and Blink. And uh, and it was like I think we share the same agent at CAA or mm-hmm. someone like that yeah. and uh and it was one of those things where it was like oh we should always get the guys together you know what i mean but it's like you're i think we were nervous because we're like how does this how do we work you know what i mean like i mean with chris martin we didn't have an idea but you're kind of like okay if we get him to sing yeah it's a big, you know what i mean you have a thick, clear vision yeah. for this and we're like styles are similar like yeah, you can see the yeah. music working but like with the and with, with alternative rock punk yeah, it's rock just a little bit more challenging i guess yeah. and they'd sent us a couple of songs demos that were really solid but you were just like i feel like we should just get in the room and you know they're like they you know they have families and they tour a lot and yeah. you know they were just like no one was in a rush on either side we're like it will happen when it happens you know what i mean mm-hmm. and finally it was like we set the day got together and we just wrote like this awesome song and over the course of the day and you know they're really humble chill guys which was really awesome to see and it's crazy because like i mean they're just as 
big as any band in the world or yeah. successful and uh and to write like a chain smokers blink song was really cool and i think we like arrived at a really great yeah. balance of it Fuck i yeah. mean lyrically blink 182 has been a huge inspiration to us because they always say things super direct and the way that it happened and they put you in the place they like tell you about what it, what the room looked like they were in what the mm -hmm. car what, like you know what she was wearing yeah, they paint the picture for he, sure yeah, totally and um you know i feel like that's been a big part of where we've come from with our songwriting yeah yeah, and then when when can we expect that song to come out, or do you guys know? Oof, that's a complicated question. <laughs> She's just Katie Couric. <laughs> They're down. Listen, I, I, I'm 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 gonna do that. Yeah. I'm gonna try to get them to cry later. Okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's gonna happen. It's the hard hitting journalism. But, it, but it's good because like at the end of the day, like you know, like all you want is someone to be excited. So like when we left the Chris Martin session, like he was pumped and he was yeah. like ready to get back in and like finish the song. Yeah. Where like a lot of times that's not the case. It's like you get a song and sometimes you'll both be like that was sick, but then you never even follow up. It's like oh, this wow. unwritten like. I didn't enjoy that as much as you think and like we're just like <laughs> we're really just like the same way and you're just like so you just kind of it's like a bad date yeah. no I didn't like, enjoy that you don't need to like you don't need to like confirm that it was a bad date you just stop talking to yeah. each other it's like alright so yeah. we agree to go our separate ways yeah yeah is uh, the uh, is the pre-record hang necessary like before you even get going on a track like with Chris did like you guys just said you met that day and then started jamming right there was yeah. but did you, was there any attempt to be like yo let's go do some putt putt or like fucking go to hit a Denny's late night I uh, still think like people don't have like the luxury of that, that time kind of anymore time, yeah, and yeah. uh but like you do get we like to get together and just like talk it's not like get together and immediately jump in we're down to like catch up talk about shit but like problem is you run the risk of like meeting someone that you're really like minded with like Ryan like, Tedder Ryan Tedder oh yeah. my god and we've we just, done multiple sessions with him and yeah. have not written one lyric because we just talk for like 10 hours yeah, and you're just like, like, well, yeah I would have done well, that with Chris I'm Martin going. I would have been like dude I cry in the shower listening yeah. to Yellow all the time yeah. in high school right oh Chris where, where'd you go man <laughs> he'd be like that's nice that's yeah, yeah. Nice. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's lovely who was the who was the person that pieced out on you oh I was just about to bring that story back up okay. Aloe Black uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's fine <laughs> um, we were doing a session with him and mm -hmm. he's, he's a, a great songwriter and has an amazing voice um, and I just I think the vibes were just off mm -hmm. and he was like I gotta go and we're like alright like what's going on he's like so uh, my wife just called and said that there are bees coming out of the fireplace and I don't know if my kids are allergic or not. And what? I'm like, wow. Are your kids allergic? He's like, oh, I don't know, but they could be. And I was like, great. So she can't handle the situation? He's like, no, I, I got to go. I got to go home and help her out. There are bees coming out of the fire. I was outside on a call, and, and like, I remember just seeing him run out and, uh, and then get in his car. And I was like, what the hell? That's one of those creative excuses where you're like, I can't say that there's probably not bees coming out of <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I can't say that your kids aren't allergic. Yeah, yeah. you know, like yeah. you kind of got me in a classic. Right. Uh, it was definitely, and we've seen him, it, we've it? seen him since then and uh, like a dinner and stuff. I mean, he's a cool dude, but like, and for all we know, it could be a true story. Yeah. So we don't know still. Th yeah. That's no, like, we should ask him. Maybe he'll yeah, see this. And that's like the discuss. clue of excuses. <laughs> he you probably know, wouldn't like, even remember. Yeah. yeah with the that's bees with coming yeah. out of the fireplace. Yeah. Well, I mean, and although it would be amazing if he did like act like he didn't remember like, oh, bees in the fireplace. Yeah, I think that when was that again when did i mention that <laughs> no dude that's never happened unless yeah. it was in the movie the ring yeah. um so unless you, that's is just this, your, is your life based excuse. on that movie yeah yeah that, you just but, pull up every well, that, time. that could be a great movie um that you guys 
do through your production company. Yeah. Kick the habit. I like that transition. Though. Thank wow. you. Yeah. 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 You're professional. Yeah. yeah. I get inspired by cool bands. Uh, professional. We could have been talking about anything. It's dildo. So there's a great dildo movie you could make. Uh, yeah. uh, Matt Lauer could star in it. Um, uh, but no, why did uh, why did you guys start a production company? Kick the habit. And now you're in your first movie is yeah, Paris. Paris. Off Paris, right? Well, hopefully. I mean, yes, it's in production. That's in the works. Yeah. That's dope. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, so Dan, who you know, you yes. guys know, was a good friend of ours. He went to school with Drew. They've known each other for a very long time. And that's how I met Dan, obviously. And, uh, you know, we've, me and Drew, you know, have both individually been very interested in TV and film, um, just as a, like, you know, something you enjoy, really. Yeah. It, uh, I don't think it was like so much a reality if you'd asked us this like four years ago. But Dan, you know, was really passionate about this sort of thing. And we kept getting, you know, aside from Dan, like, emails being like hey would you guys like to be involved in this movie from a musical perspective and stuff and you know we didn't really feel like we were ready but then as time went on Dan kind of was like listen you know we have the perfect guy we have a guy that's passionate about it we trust who's really dedicated to this um we what you know we don't get involved in things unless we can put ourselves into it a hundred and you know a hundred percent yeah um and it just felt like the right time because we often look for our creativity outside of music and mm. tv and film is like a great place to to take a break from music but still get a lot of inspiration from and be creative and then go back to music so it felt like this great marriage between something that we were already doing and something that uh, you know our friend Dan could help run for us Dope. and you know obviously it's still re pretty new and considered to you know all the studios that are out there and production houses but you know we're pretty psyched about the Paris movie and you know we've got a lot of other things under development and it's a really cool thing to like I'm like reading you know 200 emails about this song and this song and this and then like you read an email about like you know a potential piece of IP that we might want to buy you know yeah. to, and like that's yeah, and it's really exciting. So well, your videos are cinematic as fuck, so it's like a natural transition for sure. Yeah, and that you know? that definitely like leads you know led us into that direction too, like working on music videos and yeah. and seeing how fun that can be and how challenging. Um, so I mean, we'll see how it goes. We're definitely be... really passionate about it. I think it's like probably as you find with anything, it's like you've got to find your way, what you're honing in on, like what do you want your message to be, what what's what do you want your you know studio production company to be known for. Yeah, because um, yeah. you can't. You, I guess some people can do everything, but like. I think, you know, right now it's, it's the process of finding the, uh, the projects we're really passionate about yeah. and working hard on those ones and doing a good job on those versus doing like, you know, a hundred things. Because we get all sorts of crazy offers. Like, of course. It's for like movies, you're like, that would be sick. But you're like, but it's is this brand, really right? what we should be doing right yeah. now? Um, is, well, your brand, wanna, is your brand more dramas? Do you want to do, uh, do you want to do serious black and white film noir stuff? Ooh, do you want to do, cool. do you want to do comedies? Yeah, I, I think, uh, I mean, we want to do everything but in the beginning uh at the its inception we have to be uh careful to like do stuff that's very like tied to us and kind sure. of where we are right now which is music mm -hmm. um we have a very like dry sense of humor and we're very sarcastic and that kind of tone about like millennial narcissism that we write about in our yeah. in our sure. songs a lot is uh is something that I think will make its way into the narrative some of the film projects that we work on. Well, I want to come back to that dildo movie because <laughs> I have a, a, a small pitch, a synopsis. It's actually yeah. a, a dildo heist movie. It's called yeah. Jack Hammer and it's, um, Harrison Ford plays a guy named Jack Hammer and he's uh, really on the nose. He, his wife leaves him and uh, but she leaves a dildo that she cheated on him with and um, <laughs> And uh, and he tries to uh, rob the bank that she works at That's with the dildo. dildo. Yeah. yeah, and I'm spitballing yeah. here, but we can right. come up with this. In I, the meeting, I actually but... saw Harrison for the a couple weeks ago. Shut up. Yeah. I, well, I See, didn't it's know meant what to, to be. Do. Yeah. <laughs> Did he have a dildo with him? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he was like one of those. I mean, it's so funny because like you, I don't know. Like 
I don't often recognize people probably because I can't see that well, but yeah. like, uh, <laughs> but he walked past me in the restaurant and I was like, oh shit, that's Harrison Ford. And I was like, that's cool. You know that's what I mean? That's a good one to see. That's yeah. a great one. But yeah. then yeah. I was like, in my head, I was like, I should say hi. He was walking in the bathroom and I was like, I should follow him in there. <laughs> and well, we've say done what's that. up. We've uh, actually, yeah, yeah. I, I'd say that's weird, but we actually did that to Chris Pratt. Yeah. To, to where we followed him into a bathroom. How'd it go? Uh, we talked and we and, and, and <laughs> we friends now do you wait for yeah. him to finish or I mean, you, I mean, we're that, such good friends he never returns my text yeah. but that's only because he's super busy yeah. Yeah. he's super busy but uh, he did promise to use me as a dildo one time it was yeah. weird it was, yeah. it was yeah. really weird he seemed but, like a cool dude yeah he was dope dude well, he, he was. you know him and I are both from Seattle and so we like riffed on that for a minute and and then Brad, what did you say to him in the bathroom? Oh, because uh, uh, I, 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 I went to the bathroom and he was at one of the regular size urinals. And then there was another dude there who was taking the dwarf urinal. Yeah. Never take the fucking dwarf urinal. Yeah, seven I, years that's bad my passion project. <laughs> Some people are like, save the whales. Some people are like, global warming. I'm like, don't take the fucking dwarf urinal. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, I stood behind the guy and said, uh, yeah, j- just your luck. You're pissing in the midget urinal and then the midget shows up <laughs> yeah. the guy looks back he's kind of in horror trying to frantically zip up Chris just busts out laughing and he's like alright I, I, I can be friends with this tiny man <laughs> that's so, a great yeah uh, that I mean, is awesome yeah so I mean I, and, but I don't know Like it's like wow you see Harrison Ford it's like what do you say to him well that's what I was thinking like it, he's like old school famous you know what I mean yeah. if that makes any sense so it's like I don't know if he plays by the rules that like there's no such thing as privacy anymore you can For be sure. interrupted and bothered at any time you know yeah, what I mean yeah, so yeah. I was like do you go up to you know what I mean and I think say, it's all intention right like you guys are chill dudes like yeah, I mean, the, yeah. the bathroom meet meet and greet is usually like a weird spot. Like, 100%. I'm not even like on board with urinal small talk because I'm like, dude, we can talk about this when our dicks aren't hanging out. Of yeah, my pants, yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> but like in 15 seconds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it doesn't have to be right. Are now. there certain people or um, like you? Obviously, probably like take. You said you're getting like scripts and offers for mm-hmm. things already. Like, are you? Are there certain people that you're like, oh, I hope we get to sit down with them, or we're reaching out to try to? There's so many people. Yeah. I mean, we've sat down with some really awesome people already. Um, I feel like the people that are really exciting are like, it's just this like newer generation of, of uh, writers and producers that like we're meeting through Dan and stuff that yeah. are like, I don't know. We, for us, we've always found talent that when it comes to singers and stuff that are like hungry and new and, and like on the verge and, and you know, there's just like a desire from them to like do whatever it takes and, yeah. and uh, put it all on the line and working with like artists like that and writers just, gets us really excited, I guess. Mm-hmm. That said, like, you know, we've been really lucky to sit down with people like Brian Grazer and like, no you know, and oh. like pick their brain. And I mean, and they're so... Does he give you good advice? Yeah, I mean, they're yeah. so badass. It's like, and, you know, it's He's insane. a fucking gangster. You just yeah. walk down their hall, you're like, you, literally, my whole childhood is, is like... You made it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Made my, He's like, yeah, the Grinch actually stayed with me for six months while we were filming. Like, that wasn't a guy. He's like, you don't know the movies. And, and anyway, they yeah. drop like that one gem of knowledge. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they say a lot of great things, but like the one thing about, you know, that to direct you in your path. Because like, you know, they're like... What, how do you pick what you do when you can do everything? Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's like, and that's kind of like the things yeah. you learn from them. Um, Is it a different muscle that you guys find like uh, music versus, I mean, production company producing, starting to try to field projects? Like, is it, or you feel like the same grind that's in you for, um, um, for music is, is there for, for movie making and stuff? There's a lot of things that are uh, very the same. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of like creating something that's like you know especially when we like put together shows it's like kind of finishing the song because we write songs but we're also producers so that means that we make the music and like the yeah. final record is something that is something that we create it's always been um, that way yeah 
It's always been that way. Guys, yeah. um, but a lot of times, a lot of uh, other artists, they'll write songs and then they'll send it to a producer and they'll kind of finish the track. Um, and I feel like finishing like a, a track for us is like kind of packaging a movie. You're like, okay, this is a great concept, but like, how do we make it like perfect yeah. and palatable and like selling it to people that like selling it to, to someone that will get it made? How do we get it out there? You know, and um, so that's that's one of the, the things that I find that's pretty congruent with with writing music and. Um, and I'm sure there'll be a ton more. I mean, we haven't even, we, we've sold our first project, but it's now in development. So we haven't actually, it's not done yet, which, yeah. Yeah. you know, there's a, there's a way more hurdles working oh, yeah. on film. I'm sure you guys and know also, about yeah, it. Oh, yeah. It's like, yeah. you know, we listen to a song, it takes us four minutes to listen to a song and then we make our notes, you know what I mean? And then listen to it again and again and again and yeah. again. But like with a movie, it's like, okay, now read this 120 page script again. For sure. We change a couple things in it. And you're like, oh shit this is a lot of work back and forth yeah there's a lot of work and it's not like unexpected work it's just like a totally different type of art yeah and and it's really fulfilling doing it and it you know in a different way because you know you're you're imagining it very visually and Mm -hmm. like thinking about in terms of like how you act in this situation or what you'd expect from it and then writing your hopefully you know thoughtful notes that help the writer get to the next yeah. phase but you know it's like different i mean we're working on scoring this film right now oh, nice. and i was gonna say that feels like the next move yeah and we just sat down uh and like went through like every minute of the film where we thought there should be music and wh- what would be a good song and gave options and then where we should put our music and it's like cool so what's next you're like well we got to watch it again you know what I mean? And yeah. you're like, oh, damn. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah. So I'm gonna probably seen this movie like 40 times. Have you guys yeah. ever... Um, Hope it's a good movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> it is. It is good. Have yeah. you guys ever scored uh, podcasts or th- <laughs> yeah. theme songs for podcasts? Yeah. I, I watched that podcast. Charge? That would be funny. Yeah. I've watched that, po- listen to the podcast Serial, you know that Serial oh, yeah. Yeah. one? Yeah. And it, she has the funniest music in it. It's like, boop, 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 boop. <laughs> It's like, next week. Like, we'll find out if I'm It's like, on. you're so happy, yeah. but people are getting murdered here. Yeah, I don't get the trend. Do I heard you say in an interview about um, and just asking about like the creating of a song but you were telling the, uh, the guy that like you'd spent an hour like just fucking with a bunch like like making a bunch of sounds just like to try to find like as you were building the track and I was yeah. like dude I can't even wrap my head around <laughs> how you guys create um, any given tra- like what is it yeah. is it different from track to track or well I think like um, I mean that idea I got from Timbaland yeah. Timbaland used to do that over every track and Timbaland's like I was just telling Craig this is funny you brought it up or um, but like Timbaland like I feel like we never get compared like as we should and he's the, the OG but like he's actually a huge musical influence on like our beats and that's like something like I'll hear something from Timbaland or any other artist and be like I love the vibe of that. Like, mm-hmm. let me try to make my version of it. And it sounds really nothing like Timbaland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope. Yeah. Maybe that's why no one's drawn the comparison. But, well, you got um, <laughs> to get Timbaland to come and do the clicks. Yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> but like, you know, you take well, little tricks it. from here and you're like, that sure. was cool. How do I try and do that? Yeah. And you're never going to do it exactly like that person did it. Right. Um, but then somewhere in there, you find your own sound. Uh, love that. Uh, you guys, what's, recent- wait, I, I, real oh, quick. Yeah, what's yeah, the cool. weirdest noise you've made where you're like... <laughs> Oh God, that can't be in the song. We, but put, then, like, a, we, we put a uh, a poo hitting a toilet. And <laughs> see, and, that's <laughs> why I said, "Hold up, yeah, Brad." And I, that now I'm thankful that yeah, I wait did. Wait a minute, what song is yeah, that in? It's in um, it's the one. It's in the one. But it's, we revert. It's like reversed, and then yeah. a lot of reverbs so put on it, it. It's actually a poo coming out of a toilet back into someone's butt. Oh, yeah. That's fucking <laughs> mind blowing. And there's the opening scene for <laughs> for Jack Hammer. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it made the fun. Did it make the final? No, I we, think we took. We 100 percent left it. In we there. left it in there. Oh my god. So here, so here's the thing. Do you get to hear the person go who? 
Like, yeah. <laughs> whose job was it to poo? Yeah. Whose job was it to hold the microphone? But it's funny because we cut it. I remember like being like, we can't like use that's a funny bit of information to reveal yeah. or something yeah. like during interviews about the album. Hell yeah. But you're like, we can't let them know this because they'll just use this against us. <laughs> no and way. Like, not only did they use shit in their music, like their music yeah. is literally that's shit. Hard. <laughs> no, dude. Like, that's hard. But that's, see, uh, you said it already. Yeah. So it's like the Eminem scene from Eight Mile. Yeah, Eight yeah. Mile. Yeah. He, took, he took the bullets out of the gun. Yeah. So, you're, so you're good. Yeah. That's, also, that's straight up magic. I feel like at some point- Whose idea was that? At some point in Vegas, Copperfield's going to come over and be like, hey, how'd you guys do that shit in the butt trick? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I'm looking for a new closer. <laughs> yeah. Wait. How did? Yeah. Yeah. Who? Who's? What, what was that? One person like at four o'clock in the morning, drunk as hell. It, it, no, it was some someone. One of us had recorded our shits already. Um, <laughs> I like well, how you say which, one of us. It's like only yeah, one of us has flannel swivel. on their jeans. Yeah, we know who it was. Swivel. I honestly <laughs> think Swivel's like, yo, I, I just want to let you guys know I, I have these sounds that I created. <laughs> That, uh, yeah. <laughs> Remember that we did this interview one time in Sweden and this kid pulled up with a laptop mm-hmm. and he, so there's like a, a MIDI controller is like a keyboard that can play like any sound. Yeah. That's, Stay on the mic. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah sorry. Um, and, uh, he had basically, instead of a, a piano, he had recorded his farts and <laughs> put them in this sampler and he made me like play and sing closer over over fart Swedish noises. farts over Swedish farts yeah oh dude they, see, so sometimes life yeah. is so fucking beautiful you know yeah, yeah. I think th- I think that's the next remix yeah. you have the, to and I remember like the version. label who sets up these things was just like yeah. we were like <laughs> we were like no like, this is the press we like to do yeah, yeah. This, is, this is different yeah no kidding well and, and good on you guys for being like when the guy comes in and goes listen I recorded the splashes of my poo going <laughs> in the toilet you guys are like I'm listening yeah yeah, yeah I'm listening <laughs> interesting you yeah you want to hear more and and as a producer that that kind of has to be a weird thing where hey we always are walking around and we'll find jokes in anything like you could hear a poo going into a water go wait <laughs> somebody get I that, say that that's important it hasn't happened yet where I've been like <laughs> yeah so yeah so you're not like walking around a guy's on a skateboard he falls and his skull like bounced off the pavement you're like wait can you do that again but like <laughs> that that was a great it's sound like, yeah, it's like some dog blood, boys noise move <laughs> yeah. right there. Seriously. Uh, speaking of your like writing process, like, is there you know some artists like to go away to like cabins and like you know just get away? Like, is there a like track for track or album for album? Is there like do you guys set up and go? All right, let's like do it all here, or let's go mm-hmm. to one spot, or let's go back uh, to New York and like where we and find that old basement we did it in. Is there yeah. I feel like we've like always toyed around with the idea, but like it's not really how we're, we release music. Yeah, like we don't, we're not making like the full album right. anymore. Mm-hmm. So like, it'd be cool. Like I think it's like oh, let's go, you know, to New York, and then maybe that would be like a cool to be there for you know a week to work on whatever the next song is. Yeah, give inspiration. But it's definitely not like the Beatles, where it's like let's go to like Cyprus or something right, for, for a like, month or so, yeah. a month, and, yeah. and create the next album. But I know a lot of ours do do that. Um, I think we're just We just like, have all our stuff here Yeah all of our stuff's here And I think we're like We just don't have time And, and we we'll also like Get bored of places You know what I mean So it's like We like to like Move around a lot You know Not just be like Let's just go to this one place For yeah. You know six weeks Will you ever you know? go out of your way To um, write a song Or start one Just for the story Like being like On a private plane To some country or like in a bathroom st- like some place where you're like you, you start having a nugget of an idea and you're yeah, like just to be how- like hey man this song was written actually at a you know at a quiz <laughs> well, night actually uh, Paris was I remember I was like we, we played a show and actually Paris was written in Stockholm 
and we were playing we played a show in Stockholm and we went to the studio after the show yeah. and we were partying with a bunch of really um, amazing songwriters and there's so many in, in Sweden and um, and I remember I was in the bathroom and I was trying to think of lyrics and I was like we were staying in Paris like, get away from your parents and I was like that's a weird line and then went downstairs and wrote the whole first verse in Hucka no with Paris no shit yeah. all you yeah. need to do to have no a hit piss. record is <laughs> yeah. take a dump in Stockholm right and you'll come up with a fantastic lyric boom there's how, your tips yeah. how often does that happen where you will get something that quick and go oh that's dope that should definitely be or well, do you question it or I gotta you, give you trust yourself after a while right yeah, yeah and you learn to trust like your friends and your team and stuff and we really trust Rob Stringer who's the head of Sony Music now yeah. and mm-hmm. you know a lot of, I'll say a lot of like the, the music people that we've met have been kind of phony but there's some people that really fucking get it and he's one of them Dope. and i remember we came in we played rob and this is after closer so we had to like come with something you know good yeah that fucking yeah. that blue uh-huh. i mean was that like overwhelming how big that tune was or was it just all awesome? yeah i mean it's it's crazy especially like and it gets crazy and crazier that when you look back at it and you're like oh my god like that thing and you're like putting out other music that doesn't perform like that and you're like holy crap that was just that ch- was a moment yeah like chasing that song like yeah, hundreds really. of millions of yeah. like views i mean it's insane you know it's streams. wild yeah. um and i'm lucky to have that moment but um i don't think you can try to recreate it no it just you know? it, it kind of happens it just happens it has and you to happen or, thing or it doesn't but right. yeah you can't you, you can't sit down and be like all right today we're writing closer totally part two because like, we didn't intend for that to become everyone the, else tries to get out when they come in and write with us Closer today? Yeah. Yeah. Really. I don't know. I don't know how that happened. Yeah. Uh, Do you get reached yeah. out to by now, um, or, or when that song hit? Were there people that like that you looked up to that were like, "Man, fucking that song was like unbelievable," and you're like, "Oh shit, these guys listen to our music." I mean, that's like probably how we got in the studio with Coldplay. Yeah. Um, that's what, I mean, Bono, uh, we got in touch with what? Yeah. Through Sting, what? Email. Sting. No, we've hung out with Bono a couple times. What? Yeah. Why didn't we open with that? Yeah, yeah. right. He's the, the man. I mean, he, he actually great. is a fucking like one of those dudes that yeah. like immediately puts you at like rest and yeah. just like I feel like I'm hanging out with my homie right now. Yeah, so, uh, so many good stories, like and he's what? so charismatic and I mean, just everything. he's lived a life. I mean, like the guy, done yeah. everything. The guys on everything. Uh, yeah. I, I was briefly on a radio show in San Francisco and. I got to interview Bono, which was Sick. madness because I'm, I'm just sitting there going, "What the fuck can I ask this guy that he hasn't been asked before? He's done a trillion interviews, and as and as soon as he got as soon as he got on the phone with us, he's talking like we've been hanging out for yeah, years. Yeah. You're like, oh, that's he has that superpower. Yeah, that's yeah. why you're the front man of the biggest band in the world. Yeah. It's like you're you just are able to do that. Did totally. he give you any advice, or do you ask for it well, when you get a chance to talk to him? A tons of advice, but yeah. he's actually like we use we called them and we're like with the preface, we're like, hey, can we call you and have a conversation, and then. We want to pick pieces of the conversation to like use potentially as an intro to one of the songs on the album, and he was like, "Sure, you know, sounds good." And in return, we like I forgot we gave him like a piece of some music we did or something. Oh yeah, we put we played on one yeah one of the, yeah. One of the records. But uh, but he was like, "Sure, no problem." And like we already knew that like you don't have a conversation with him and something not important be said. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's a, so so yeah. we weren't like really too concerned about like the topic. We we're just like, Let's just get on the phone, give us fifteen minutes, and that's all we need. And there was like. 40 pieces of thing and we yeah. chopped it up put it on the album and it's funny because we're like this is so sick like someone's definitely gonna notice this nobody noticed it it was like, <laughs> like no one was like who is this Irish guy speaking yeah. before this song yeah. anyway, and I was like I couldn't believe it like even like really like like 
popular you know music outlet like New York Times music section yeah. Pitchfork you know what I mean and like no. maybe they shouldn't care I don't know but it was like <laughs> you know like it shocked me because I was like wow it was so cool what he said and it was like led into this great song it's and so, no one cared that's so <laughs> weird that like and then you you listen to a guy like Bono just talk casually and then you listen to a guy like Bruce Springsteen just talk in an interview you're yeah. like oh you talk in lyrics yeah, yeah. Totally. like you t- like like you're like how did you write that song you're like oh you probably just talked for a while yeah, yeah. and it just came out like that because yeah. you're talking in metaphor well, uh, yeah, yeah in the streets of philadelphia <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, yeah. there's a song yeah um, so madness is there a, is there a uh, moment where you guys like with comics you know you, you just have to get reps to get that experience to get to a point to where you like trust that when you think of something you're like oh yeah i'm gonna take that to the stage tonight because i think there's something there and right. enough to to build on like when does that ha- moment happen for you i mean that's uh, the only thing that you can use to like guide you is like remember the moments when like you felt a certain type of way about a sound or a lyric or whatever and then try to access that again yeah and like like that that's a recurring feeling that you have to be like ooh, yeah i really fuck with this like we need to Mm -hmm. we need to like push further or bring like this needs to be a thing um because i can imagine you can go in the studio right when you're starting over and you're like fuck like what do we do like how to right just building from scratch totally and you never know where it's going to come from. Like inspiration. Cultivating your creativity, I always say, is like the hardest thing to possibly do. What, say that again? Cultivating your creativity oh, yeah, yeah. is like the hardest yeah. thing to do as an artist. Like, And remembering like, I look at these guys that have been in bands for like 30 years and I'm like, how do you guys still like know like what's dope? And it has to be that one thing, you know, because the sound of music and their sound and what's popular has changed so many times. I'm like, yeah. how do you... How do you like know when you got something still, you know? Yeah, there was a time Chumbawamba was on top of the world. <laughs> what a confusing time what that was. What a confusing time. What <laughs> a great time. The uh, economy was better. Chumbawamba yeah, yesterday. Yesterday. You were what? We were just talking about Chumbawamba They said talking with them. Right, they were yeah. like, well, fly them out of here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's make it happen. But yeah, uh, I mean, that's so true. I mean, those trends in music and like, you know, it's, 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 it's a scary thing. And I think that's like also partially why we are lucky to get in the studio with some of the people we do because... You know, they're like interested in in getting a taste of like a different, you know, generation of of music listeners that we're more maybe in tune with than they feel like they are. But I feel like so much of this is just mental, you know what I mean? And it's like, you know, right now hip hop is the ruler of the music, you know, Mm -hmm. airwaves and it's amazing. And like, I think like probably some artists are discouraged by that that aren't hip hop artists. But it's like, yeah, you just doesn't mean people aren't listening to you. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I think yeah. uh, you just gotta persevere. And and like one thing we're always very mindful of is we don't chase trends. You don't. We're like, we're like very ask, yeah. adamant about that. You try um, to not like listen too much to what's. I mean, we'll listen to everything and be influenced by everything. Yeah. But it's like we won't be like, well, like this, you know, uh, Seems Post like Malone song yeah. is is yeah. A, we should make it a song that sounds exactly like. So this. we're not gonna yeah. see a chain smokers mumble rap. Not yet. Yeah. And we're not getting face tats either. So. Yeah. I mean, I think you could. Uh, it's, it's, it's funny. Uh, that can kind of parlay in, into this question, which I love to ask people. Uh, did you have a first sort of crazy rock star, uh, rock star purchase where you're like, holy crap, I got to check for X amount of dollars. Like, I'm going to go get... I'm gonna get uh, Charlie Conway's uh, hockey stick from D2 the Mighty Ducks. Like, wow. like, is that still available? Yeah. I mean, I'm just putting it out there. Yeah. Jo- Josh Jackson, we know you're a fan. Is he? I don't know, but <laughs> you can give me that stick. No, but like, did you have like a first major rock star purchase? Uh, we're so boring. About yeah, this. <laughs> I mean, I got like a dog. 
you know, like, that's like, <laughs> well, there you like, that's there. like actively like having a kid. You, you know bought, I mean? you like, bought a friend. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah. That's a rock what star kind of purchase. Golden Retriever. Nice. Yeah. Dog. They're great. Classic. Uh, classic dog. Classic dog. Wasn't that the, uh, classic the white dog, dog in Homeward Bound? Was a Golden Retriever, Yeah, yeah. Right? Shout Homeward Bound. Yeah. yeah. Nice one. Dude. Tequila and Homeward Bound. That's what I specialize in. Friendship. That's how it works. I think you guys, this is like that moment in Step Brothers where you guys are just going to look at each other and be like, we just become the best friends. Name your favorite golden yeah. retriever no, Kylo like, holy shit I'll see like other you know musicians or whatever celebrities get like a golden and like I'll yeah. hit them up and be like you got a golden now I'd be like we should hang out you know <laughs> yeah. like literally for Let's no other reason yeah. than you know that like yeah. I, I would who, never who just got a golden I mean Calvin Harris got a golden wow uh, so we hung out before like, that but I was yeah. like now we should like hang out yeah the friendship is valid now we can finally really be friends yeah exactly yeah we could just sit there and talk, you know, like we don't have to talk about anything other than them playing and be like, look at them. You know, <laughs> yeah, like, it's an easy yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, when you guys did the Victoria's Secret fashion show, was that was that your pickup line? Like you just walk up to the malls and go, hey, I got a golden tree. Yeah. yeah. Just like, just, just like, to have like the you know, you like let her off the leash and like runs into the room and they yeah. go like, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, I'm a golden uh, retriever. You're so cute though. Hi. I feel like it's funny because like, the, I mean, that was such an amazing experience to be a part of, but like, yeah. that's when you're like, yo, I'm on my best behavior not like in yeah. like you're ever on bad behavior but you're like this is like this is where like a normal guy would just lose his mind and yeah. like you know like break down you're like i have to be like the most consummate you know gentleman here like you have a jacket put it over a puddle yeah, yeah. you know and it's like <laughs> and for no you know it's just it was so such a cool experience and like mostly the reason i say this because like these girls are working so hard all year long for this one moment yeah. right yeah. here yeah. and you just don't want to blow it for them yeah. you know what I mean like, you don't, don't want to swing into them with your guitar you don't yeah. want to stand in front of them you don't want to like <laughs> and I feel like that's been this yeah. kind of collection of our moments like performing with our song for the first time ever with Coldplay at the Brits Awards which is like the Grammys in, in oh, yeah, England it's huge. and it was just like Coldplay's never fucked up live you know what I mean so like, let's not huh? let this be the moment oh, that man. we <laughs> fuck up Coldplay's right. only live performance <laughs> And so, like, that's was kind that of unbelievable. Like, how many people was that? I mean, you know, it's, it's like an arena, TV, arena but, yeah. TV thing. But you're just like, you know how the internet is. Like, yeah. before you could get away with something, and people would just have to like talk about it. Like, remember, like, yeah. And they're like, no, I never. No, saw I, that. I didn't see it. You know? No, now, <laughs> now it's like it's gonna happen. Yeah. I mean, like, I remember one uh, MTV MTV VMAs after a Nirvana performance. Chris Novoselic threw his bass up in the air and was like, I'm going to throw it up in the air and I'm going to catch it. Yeah. He did not catch it. Yeah. It landed on his head. <laughs> and you see him like stumbling around yeah. the stage, definitely concussed. Yeah, yeah. And you're just like, wow. So you're just trying to make sure you don't have that moment where. Yeah, yeah 100%. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, and like, you know, those, are like we played, uh, you know, we played a couple of big things. And I mean, some things definitely didn't go that smooth. Uh, mm -hmm. But. You know, it's everything the live is, aspect though, man. I mean, it's like nobody's. Oh, 100%. Yeah. But it's like one thing if it's just our thing and you're just like, listen, like this is our, our game to lose. Like yeah. if we lose, it's like on us. On us. Yeah. But when it's like, I'm going to ruin Coldplay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Which would have been the great yeah. name for a follow up album yeah. after the performance. I ruined Coldplay. <laughs> Everyone would listen to that. Yeah. yeah. Or like, you know, like. <laughs> Just like the Victoria's Secret show just goes down, sure. you know, like the biggest blooper yeah. moment or yeah. something. You're just like, I don't want that. You know no. what I mean? Like, I don't want to be I known for that. that. You know? You guys do seem pretty, and I, um, <laughs> as we wrap up here, uh, thanks again for doing this. Yeah, of course, This is fucking awesome. This yeah. is great. Guys had a good time. But like, Norm took um, me to the iHeart Radio Awards when you guys won. I think this was 
maybe a year ago or two I love, years ago. I love how you're looking at me like I wasn't there. You I don't there. <laughs> um, but you guys have won a ton of awards, and it, like what you see is what you get with you guys, which is pretty dope. Like when yeah. you see interviews online, and like I remember even seeing, which is crazy to be here with you now. Um, I put it on my vision board that I would be here, but um, but uh, I didn't. That's creepy. But uh, but seeing you guys on stage when you're accepting the award, and you just seem so chill. And then like I watch some stuff, and you've seen performances, and hearing you guys talk today, like it's really. Um, I think it uh, contributes to like your success and definitely like your work ethic and like having like a good head on your shoulders. Like I think it does and it doesn't. Like I mean, I appreciate you saying that because that's, that's uh, like, these have been I'm gonna stop these you have right been there. Compliments that backfire. With no, that, no, right? no. Because like the compliment itself is, is exactly what I want to hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, what I mean? uh, I'm not saying you're not a piece of shit. I'm just finish. saying. Yeah, no, finish. I'm just saying. Like I feel like don't, people don't want to see that though. They want like six nine. They want like when oh. you ask the question of like what was the most expensive thing you like bought when you got money. It's like oh an elephant. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and it's dead now. You know. Because I didn't know how to take care of it. Because we didn't feed it. Yeah. yeah, and PETA groups are all over my ass. Right, you know what I mean? right, and right. Like, but like we're just we just are like too chill, regular dudes, and like like you know, and I feel like but it's, there's there's a there's a like celebrities are like you're not celebrity enough, you know what I mean? And regular yeah. people are just but like enough of that. We don't I, want you to be regular, you yeah. know, like be be more like outlandish, and we're just like, you know. So it's like I think when we get together, people like everyone always just enjoy. That's like the thing yeah. that we. Do love you feel like that hear. is your critique that you're like? But that's too also regular? like the, well, I think that's like the weird, the awkward. Don't want to say downfall, but yeah. like like or downfall. Downfall is that we're just like. All right, so we'll know the chains are taking a turn when you buy an elephant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're like, oh crap, we're yeah, deep in. dude, because we didn't have one. Oh, okay, good reason. True. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah uh, anyway so yeah. thanks yeah. <laughs> so um and you guys are obviously on social media that's that's no uh, yeah surprise. we're on social media do you dig it do you like to post and whatever like it's a challenge for us as comics to always be like fucking you know, just yeah. you gotta do it it but feels like, like really vain huh it does yeah. it's like I have to remind yeah, myself like, look to, how awesome look at this awesome shit I did <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm eating breakfast do I really need to put a photo of this yeah. on but yeah I, you I, do look at these we, pants I'm wearing yeah. <laughs> I mean well, so that's I'm going post. to Instagram those pants yeah. <laughs> I want my own pair of those pants yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna make this happen yeah. I don't know I don't know if Baby Gap sells <laughs> the jean flannel combo they, they have to one of each and you can make there you go but there is like value like at your shows and stuff when people are posting like when Chris posted that video at your show, I was like, oh, I can't wait to fucking go to that because that yeah, looks yeah. insane. So, like, that is... Those are definitely part of it. Yeah. I mean, I think it's like, you know, there's benefits and there's drawbacks, of yeah. course. Like, I, you know, I think it's... You have millions of followers, too, so is there extra pressure where you're like, fuck, we should do it or... I feel like, like we're them. just, I mean, like, you know, it's like the same thing. I feel like if you're like a 17 year old right now, like Instagram, it means an entirely different thing to you that yeah. like you grew up just like used to being like, I video everything I do. Yeah. Some people, like maybe a lot of people watch it, maybe a lot of people don't. For us, it was like this introduction of like a way to reach fans and like, let people into your world a little bit more, but also you're still, we're still like, I don't want to let you in totally. You know what I mean? For sure. And, you got to keep that distance. I feel. And that's like, yeah. a, I think a benefit and a negative, you know, a positive and a negative yeah. depending on like, but like, I think it's definitely making a lot of people lose their fucking minds. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Um, you're going to keep your crazy. elephant to yourself is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You're not going to have yeah. like, ah, here, here's me and peanut. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, so stereotypical. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. that's what everyone make fun of him yeah. for. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, really Ooh. just naming a peanut. Yeah. yeah. Really predictable <laughs> elephant name. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well you guys are the shit thank yeah. you uh, the win I mean obviously and like anything I mean like obviously we'll do a bunch of stuff in the intro but yeah, like, yeah, no there's something you want people to like uh, um, you know go check out right now yeah the memes of us yeah, yeah. <laughs> on Instagram yeah. there you go <laughs> write positive things in the comments yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> post your favorites uh, and we will um, come to one of these shows at the win yeah please I, do uh, that'd yes. be awesome and I want to suggest uh, and Brad has said yes to it before when I've suggested it for other things um, getting a either a tiny uh, parachute to uh, or a <laughs> cannon to shoot him into the crowd off oh of the God. stage listen yeah, but, Steve wow. Wynn goes out there on a raft and he throws cakes at people <laughs> Steve Wynn Steve Wynn <laughs> Aoki yeah. that guy that guy you know what you're banned from property now. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm saying is that you can do it at the win. Uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. He he's got his own thing. You you guys can have your dwarf cannon. Yeah, and it doesn't got, sound like unethical. I've yeah. got a yeah. lot of friends. We can get that like big thing that the that the Clippers use. It's like a machine gun for T-shirts, and we just load in like eight dwarves. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just eight, eight of us. It eight just, seems like a lot. That, I feel like that's the thing where they're like, that's just not right. And then you're like, defense is like, look, he loves it. And, you know, and, and you're like, this is how he was born. Uh, he loves it. But like, you know, they say that about like animals and stuff. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. They can't like that cruelty or like something. You're like, yeah. what are you talking about? He loves swimming, no, you know, yeah, yeah. in the water. Yeah. But like he with a human, you'd be like, look, tell him. Like, I, I love it. I love you know, it. I, they're not just paying me. Yeah. Uh, uh, I love it. I love Steve Aoki, and I love Steve Wynn, too. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are the best. Thank Cheers. you so much. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Cheers, guys. Thank you. Subscribe on iTunes to this fucking podcast. Give them a five-star rating so this midget and this Jew can feel good about themselves for a couple minutes. Also, get on your iPhone or Android and get the podcast app. You can also listen to it on Stitcher or aboutlastnightpodcast.com, where you can hear past episodes with great guests like Lisa Kudrow, Paul Feig, Kevin Nealon, Bob Saget, Dion Cole, Chris D'Elia, Adam Devine, Michael McDonald, Jaleel White, Bud Friedman, Steve-O, Harlan Williams, Tom Arnold, Ron Funches, Rick Glassman, Blake Anderson, Anders Holm, Jessime Peluso, Joey McIntyre, and many, many more. I'm Tony Danza. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. Good night. That's it, right? You got it? Sweet. Boy, it smells good in that booth, by the way. What kind of candle is that? Hanukkah Willow? <laughs> nice. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.